0: This hour of the week where we dive into God's Word and unveil the truth of God's Word and the hope that we can apply it to current events, things that are going on with our lives uh, to help you navigate through what's going on in your life. And I know a lot of people say, well, that's an old book for old times and it's it's outdated, but this word was relevant when it was written and it will be relevant long after you and I have gone into eternity, eons and eons of time, this word will still be relevant for us. So if it's that relevant all the way into eternity, we can look into the scriptures now and see what the Bible has to say for our lives. And, you know, something I've really been pushing at the church is, you know, we should be, amazed excited i i know the topic tonight you know is about uh fear and are we in entering into world war three uh when you look at what's going on in the nations when you look at the inflation you look at the the border crisis you look at the the transgender movement all these things that are going on uh when we see all these things and we hear them talking about you know, we could have a possible war here. Uh, you know, we look at the crisis of how when we, it seems like when we stand up for things that we feel is right, the Christians, the church is getting shut down, uh, you know, even about what's being taught in our school systems. Um, just in our school system here in Stanley County, uh, or not in our school system, but in our county, we we've been facing a group of pastors have gotten together and many of you are aware of it. Some of us have even been to a couple of the meetings to stand against allowing young children to go into uh, transgender and drag queen drag show events. Mm-hmm. Uh, in our mind, that's a no brainer. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, what, what level minded, and I guess that's the key word or sound minded person mm-hmm would think that it's okay to allow—well, it's not even okay to allow a a young child to go into a a strip club or a place that women are wearing barely anything, but yet they want to say it's okay for them to go in with men dressed as women and not hardly wearing anything Mm -hmm. and making sexual advances Mm -hmm. towards one another— they're thinking these things are okay. We're facing that here in this County, you know, here in Albemarle or Stanley County. And my, and the way we've approached it is look, y'all go do y'all. That's fine. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not trying to stop. If you want to do it, do it. Cause I always tell you, if you want to go to hell, go to hell. That's your choice, not mine. I'm trying to keep you from it, but these people are wanting to do these things. And all we're saying as pastors is look city council pass a law or an amendment a text amendment to what's already there requiring an age restriction and it the a drag queen shows be considered adult entertainment yeah. they don't even have the backbone to vote on it they keep pushing the can down the road because they need to talk to attorneys you don't need to talk you don't i don't have to have some kind of legal advice to know what's right and wrong mm-hmm. And you see, all these things that we're facing, whether you're in a big city or a small town like we live in, we're facing all these issues, and, and some people are getting in fear. I've heard the younger generation say, you know, I don't even know if I want to raise children in during this time. Mm-hmm. And I can understand some of that, but getting back to my, my beginning statement, of the, even though all this is going on, God chose us to be an end time generation, to see some of the greatest miracles yet to be recorded. And I believe that this is part of what Jesus said when he said, these works and greater works will you do because I go to the father. Mm -hmm. We're going to be able to see some of the greatest miracles come to pass that we've ever seen. And all that we're doing right now with, when you look at media and you look at the wars and all these things, they're trying to pump fear into us so that we cower down, go hide in a closet. Mm-hmm. But nowhere in the scripture did Jesus say, I'm coming back for a beat-down, battered church that's hiding in the closet and I'm going to rescue them. Yeah, He said, I'm right. coming back for a glorious church. <laughs> yeah, Well, glorious church ain't hiding. I'm in the front lines, fighting the enemy, spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ to all that'll listen. And there's nothing Satan can do about it. He cannot stop me. And you know, I've told people before, you know, you can arrest me for preaching the gospel and I'll preach in jail. You can threaten to kill me because I won't shut up in the jail. And that's fine until you pull the trigger in that firing squad and that bullet hits my forehead. The gospel will be coming out of my mouth. And I still won because before my body will hit the ground, I'm going to be in the presence of God. Amen. I, you know, these are exciting times. I, You know, we were talking about that just earlier. Even though these are troublesome times for the world, it's some of the most glorious times for us. Mm-hmm. I'm living in victory. I'm living in prosperity. I'm living in health. I'm living in what God has called me to live in, and it doesn't matter. It's not dependent on the world and its economy and its status. It's dependent on the kingdom. I believe that's why he said in Matthew, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added. Mm-hmm. If you get a kingdom mindset and a, and a driving passion to seek the kingdom and live in righteousness, all your needs and desires, wants, cares, and concerns are met. Mm -hmm. He takes care of us. And that's part of what I wanted to talk about tonight is even though you listen to media and it looks like we're, we're, we're going to war, you know, we, you know, and it's amazing. We've got, and we should support Israel. Absolutely. But you know, one of my biggest things here is why would our government why will our government want to send a bunch of foreign aid money, our taxpayer dollars to Ukraine to secure their borders and defend their borders. And then we're sending fleets of our military to Israel to help secure their border. And we're sending them our taxpayer dollars, mine and your dollars. But yet we want to leave our own borders open and unprotected. Yeah. You see, those things can cause fear to be in people's lives, and rightfully so, if you don't understand and have a grasp of God's word, what He said in His word. And to get back to the World War III thing, I don't believe that this is World War III. I believe, like we've talked about a few times, it's a type and shadow, it's a, a prelude to what is to come. But I was looking over some scripture, and the Holy Spirit really brought this to my attention. And I believe this will help some of you that are watching tonight. But in the book of Matthew, and it it records it in Mark and Luke, but in the book of Matthew, chapter 24, I'm going to look at verses 4, 5, and 6 for now. But he says here, Take heed, lest no one deceives you. Now, just in that part of that verse, in verse 4, Take heed, lest no one deceives you. I think for many years, when we've read that scripture, we've looked at, and it works for this, but we've looked at false prophets, people teaching the wrong doctrine of the word of God, Mm -hmm. uh, people getting in error and things like that. And we've seen that. But as I look at that scripture today, look at our media, Mm -hmm. look at mainstream media and look at our government. It's nothing but deception. Yeah because we believe it because we've always trusted whatever they say is what's going on. We think that if they got a camera crew on the ground there, that's a live report. But what we're beginning to find out is they have paid actors. They have places set up to record these things. And, you know, with the, the invention of the, the smartphone with instant camera ability on your phones and things like we begin to see, some of the the media has gotten caught in things. Just like when we've seen uh, people, you know, like, what is that, Jim Cantore with the Weather Channel, and he'd be standing, look like he's in waste deep water, and mm-hmm. the rains, and it's bad, and it's just flooding the world, and there's some guy over there behind him with a camera, and he's standing in one of them silt drain ponds at a hotel complex that normally catches water. <laughs> but they do these things, you know, and they they'll lean in, act like the wind's blowing, it's about to blow them down. You see people walk behind them and wave. Mm. They do this because it gets views, it draws attention. But we get used to believing what they say because we're not there ourselves. But we're beginning to see these things shift because of technology. We can get other sources of information, you know. So that deception is not just talking about things in the word of God. It's talking about our lives, what we, we see in our government. And then he goes on in verse five and he says, for many will come in my name saying I am Christ and I, and they will deceive many. So we do know that it is talking about the word, Mm -hmm. but it can also be a parallel to what's going on in, in the media and things. But verse six is where I want to go to. And it said, and you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. Now see that you are not troubled, for all these things must, notice that word, all these things must, mm-hmm. come to pass, but the end is not yet. I don't believe that we are facing World War Three, but one thing that I believe that the Holy Spirit poured upon me and I began to think about we're not to pray that these wars stop. We're not to pray against the wars. I'm not saying that we're pro war Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying we're for it, but when Jesus himself says these things need to be, then it would be foolish of me to pray for something he said needed to be to stop. Mm -hmm. But he said these things need to be, but you be not troubled. And then I know some people say, well, wait a minute now. If, if we're not to pray for that war to stop, why are we praying for Israel? Well, he said pray for the peace mm. of Jerusalem.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He didn't say pray to stop a war. He said pray for peace. Yeah. And and I know that some of you may be watching and some of you may comment later on, well, yeah, but not everybody in Israel is good. Well, duh. <laughs> not everybody in America is good either. Not everybody in France is good. Not. There's bad actors everywhere, so that doesn't negate the fact that the Bible says pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We're still to do what God's word says, but I believe sometimes we look at this and God stop these wars. God, we don't need these wars, and this shouldn't be happening. But yet in His word, right here, He said you're going to hear of wars and rumors of wars, and these things need. Be. They're going to happen. They must happen. And I believe part of what's happening is it's awakening people to realize that without God, w- there's no hope.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I believe that these things are waking people up th- through from the deception of false doctrine, false uh, religion, but it's also waking people up to the false media, the false narratives to say, wait a minute. I need to get into the word of God, and I need to see what God's word says about this. So when you look at Russia under a, uh, Russia getting involved, when you look at China's now put ships, a fleet of ships in, America has all the militaries, superpowers of the world are now in converging on the one little nation of Israel, some to protect, some to defend. And we're seeing these things escalate, but I don't believe we're going to see it go fully into the world war. And, you know, some people say, well, what about, you know, I believe that this is going to be a nuclear attack. Well, it may, could be. But I don't believe we're going to see the the actual fulfillment of a World War three until later on. Uh, you know, once I believe that kind of maybe. I've heard some people say that what we're seeing now is kind of like a, a Cold War II or the Cuban Missile Crisis on steroids. It, it's going to escalate to the point that we feel like we're fixing to go to war. It's fixing that, but then I believe things will de-escalate. But I, I wanted people to realize don't spend so much time being worried. Just do what God's Word says. The wars are coming, mm-hmm. the, the rumors of it, the, the actual war. These things are coming, but he said, be not troubled. Mm-hmm. So if God said, be not troubled, then that means if I'm not troubled, he's going to make sure that I'm taken care of, yep. that I, he's yep. going to give me a peace that keeps me from being troubled. And in regards to what goes on and what I hear, I know that God said, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. He didn't give stipulations. If they're good, if they're bad, don't do it. If they... They do this. You know, he just said, pray for them. So that's our job. No matter what's going on, no matter what we're seeing in the news media, no matter what we're hearing, uh, you know, because a lot of it, they've tried to say that uh, that Israel, the IDF, was bombing these hospitals mm-hmm. and all these places where people were, and then come to find out after they'd done a little time, now the media's having to recant because they found out, Israel didn't do it. Hamas did it, but made it look like Israel did. And you see, that's all manipulation with cameras and media. Then we're finding out that they are bombing some places where a lot of people were, but they've been evacuated. Why? Because unlike America and unlike Israel, Hamas and these people are cowards. They don't get in front of their citizens to protect them they put their citizens in in front of them to protect them. Mm -hmm. So what people didn't realize is under these hospitals and under these places where people were, they had underground military bases under these hospitals. They knew it was there. Well, if you know it's there and you get all the people out, where are you going to put a bomb? Mm -hmm. I'm going to put a missile right in the front door to go down into them holes to destroy Mm -hmm. that, that terrorist organization. So, all these things are happening, but irregardless, we've got to just pray for the peace of Israel, Mm -hmm. you know, and don't be worried whether, whether this is world war three, which I don't believe. I don't believe, you know, we've discussed it. Mm -hmm. I've heard several ministers. I don't believe that this is world war three. I believe we're, we're getting close. Mm -hmm. And I believe we're going to be right at the point where most people is going to be like, this is it. This is the big war but it's going to deescalate because I still believe in my heart and my spirit that there's going to be at the height of that, there's going to be an ushering in of God's spirit upon all flesh, like he said in Joel. And I believe that that great revival is going to begin to happen. And you know, that that's going to help deescalate things because when God moves, things change. Mm-hmm. And I believe that that's something that we're going to begin to see is, you know, his spirit beginning to move. And, you know, I just want people to know, don't be in fear. Do not let fear take hold of your life. It, if you know, you have God to hold on to, you have his word. And he said, he's not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. So we need to work on the power, the love and the sound mind side and reject the spirit of fear, mm-hmm. because it knows he said, He didn't give. If somebody gives you a gift that you don't want, what do you do with it? Give it back. So when fear tries to come into your life, when you're watching the news media and these bad reports, and it tries to come up against you, when that spirit say, no, I don't want that. I don't receive it. Return the sender, give it back to Satan. And thank God that you have a a mind that is full of power, that you have, you're full of love and that your mind is sound because it's stable and grounded on the word of God and you trust God's word, you know? So, you know, that's kind of my opening thing, but, you know, kind of the, leading into the next thing, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit about is something that you brought up because this ties in with, with uh, the last days and the, the wars and rumors of wars, uh, but when it gets to talking about Gog and Magog in Ezekiel 38 and 39, and we've always looked at that as that being Russia, a ruler in Russia, Gog, and in Magog, the nation or the land of uh, Russia, because it does talk about the the territories of the north. Yeah. And when you look at the map of Israel and you go straight north, Russia. Mm-hmm. But you, you brought out something today and it really got me to thinking about it and, and made some sense to me um, about the difference between the Gog and Magog of Ezekiel 38 and 39 and the Gog and Magog of Revelations 20. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's look at that and look at how that relates to what we're, we're seeing now and the things that we're going into with war. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, I think that's been a, a puzzle to many uh, Bible scholars for, for years and years. Uh, but we find in studying, you know, the Gog and Magog of uh, Ezekiel 38 and 39, uh, it gives the names there. Gog is the man, and Magog represents the land. hmm And uh, it gives the name of Meshach and Tubal, Mm -hmm. which is uh, modern-day Moscow and Tabos. Mm -hmm. And uh, then it names uh, Persia, which is Iran, Iraq, uh, Turkey, Syria, Mm -hmm. Gomer, uh, and uh, Ethiopia, and some others. And talking about that. Uh, you know, that God would put a hook in their jaw Mm -hmm. and draw them down against the nation of Israel. Mm -hmm. And uh, this, uh, you know, uh, a lot of people think that this is the battle of Armageddon. Right. But it's not. And if you, uh, you know, study God's word closely, you'll find that actually, and, and to, you know, also you read there in verse six of matthew uh that there be wars and rumors of wars, see that you be not troubled all these things must needs be but the end is not mm-hmm. yet right he didn't say it wasn't close wasn't well, close yeah he didn't say it's not yet yeah <laughs> and uh so uh you know this uh, could be a prelude working up uh, to that mm-hmm. things are being put in place and uh but uh, also, uh, one of the things, and you were talking about, you know, and they, uh, really reiterating the, the fact that don't, don't be moved by all this stuff that they're putting on TV. It, it's not that we can't, uh, you know, look at the headlines mm-hmm. and kind of see what's going on. But it lets us know that we're living in the last of the last days. Yeah, I don't think there's any uh, question about that, but uh, you know Jesus, according to what he's teaching and what the Word of God teaches is that this was to be the best days mm-hmm. of the church. Yeah I think maybe uh, we me and you both have mentioned the fact you know in talking about it. Uh, at other times, that uh, you know, people will say, Well, I wished I could have been living back in them days, mm-hmm. you know, uh, when Jesus walked there. Well, that'd have been all right, of yeah. course. And, uh, you know, maybe you might have been one of the disciples, yeah. you know, or the apostles or whatever. And certainly that would have been wonderful to see all the miracles that he did and uh, everything. But uh, I, I personally believe that uh, we're, we're, we're living in Bible days now. I right, mean, yeah. Bible days of yesteryear, yes, it's gone, but we're living in Bible days of the last days, mm-hmm. the end times, yeah. when God is going to bring to a culmination all things. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, I mean that God is uh, going to restore the nation of Israel. Mm -hmm. You know, of course, uh, in John chapter 1, verse uh, 11 and 12, it says he came to his own, his own received him not, but to as many as did receive him, to them gave he the power or the authority Mm -hmm. to become the sons of God. And uh, then verse 14 said that the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. We beheld his glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And so, uh, you know, thank God that was wonderful. But you know, we're, we're living in Bible days. Mm-hmm. We're living, I believe in the last days. And, uh, I you know, we, we mentioned, I think, uh, last Wednesday that, uh, you know, people would say, well, where's the promise of his coming? Mm-hmm. We've heard it since our fathers, you know, and, uh, uh, they they all believe that uh, they were living in the uh, time when Jesus would come again and so forth, and everything is still going on like it it always had, but it's not. Right, things are changing rapidly. Rapidly, they're changing on a daily basis. I mean, from morning till night, mm-hmm. you find things changing, mm-hmm. and uh, so. Uh, We know that it it seems that time has been accelerated. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know there's still 24 hours in a day, just like always, but it seems like the event of things outlined in the Word of God have been speeded up and Mm -hmm. and are happening constantly. But uh, one of the things that, uh, and, you know, you you need to understand this, uh, the Bible tells us in the book of Isaiah that darkness will cover the earth and gross darkness the people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also in Isaiah uh, chapter 60, and uh, but he said, "You arise and shine." He didn't say, "Go hide your head, no, right. uh, you know, or like you said, hide in the closet, uh, you know." He said, "Stand up, for your light has come." And, uh, you know, the darker it gets in this world. And uh, also in the book of Matthew, he talks about as it was in the days of Noah. So shall it also be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Well, how was it in the days of Noah? Well, if you go to Genesis chapter 6, you know, it tells there. And he said that every imagination and thought of men's hearts Was continually evil all the time. Then the scripture also talks about as it was in the days of Lot. Mm -hmm. Well, how was it in the days of Lot? Homosexuality, promiscuous uh, sexual behavior, and all kinds of uh, things, you know, going on. And it seemed that, uh, you know, the more vile and the more corrupt, the more wicked things become. Uh, they were, that's what they were wanting, you know, but one thing, uh, I'll see, you know, where he said, uh, see that you be not troubled In Isaiah 26, chapter 26, verse three, he said, he, whose mind mm-hmm. is stayed on thee is kept in perfect peace. Right. You, you see, uh, you can look at uh, what's going on in the world and you can see why when you see the bombings that are going on in uh, Gaza and uh, uh, you know those places over there in Israel and the destruction people yes human lives are uh, being taken uh, and there's always innocent mm-hmm. people. there's always casualties. Mm-hmm. Uh, of of innocent people, you know, women and children and so forth. Uh, I don't don't know that there's ever been a war when there's not been casualties, Mm -hmm. I mean, of innocence.
0: Collateral damage.
2: Collateral damage, some Mm -hmm. would call it. You know, it's always that way in wartime. And our heart goes out, you know, to those innocent people that are suffering. But Jesus said these things must needs be. Mm-hmm. and uh, But you can look at what's going on. And also in the uh, scripture, it says that the path of the just,
3: mm-hmm.
2: well, who's, who he's talking about those who have been justified mm-hmm. by faith mm-hmm. in the finished work of the cross. So he's talking to the Christian people. He said uh, that the path, Mm-hmm. that's speaking about the, our walk in life mm-hmm. the path of the just shall grow brighter and brighter till the full day in other words till it's all finished so he's saying yes for the world it's going to get darker but for the child of God it is one of the greatest times that we've ever lived in uh, even though the scripture talks about it being perilous times in 2 Timothy chapter 3 uh, which means perilous, dangerous, hurtful times, uh, you know. But for the child of God, it's going to be glorious. Because and and, uh, you know, we, we have the opportunity to share the gospel of salvation, a, a gospel of healing, a gospel of hope to people that have no hope. And uh, we have that honor and that privilege of being able to preach that gospel Mm. to help people, to encourage people, you know. And, uh, yes, Jesus is coming. And, we, you know, uh, people will say, yeah, well, no man knows the day or the hour. No, uh, we don't. But uh, we know that he said these would be things that would happen before his return. And so we know that by looking at what Jesus said and the description that he gave us here, that we are certainly living in a season before his return. And uh, then, uh, you know, in Luke's gospel, the 21st chapter, in verse 25 and 26, he said uh, that there would be signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars, And notice this, in the earth, distress of nations Mm -hmm. with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring. Uh, What does that mean? Uh, You know, there's there's probably not a nation on the face of the earth that's not being distressed about something. Mm -hmm. And especially with all this building up in Europe and in the Middle East, Uh, you know people uh you know they're looking at these things and the possibility of uh war looming on the horizon and uh how many uh people that we don't even know who they are that's come across our open border that they say is closed (laughs) you know that's a joke but uh You know, they could be setting up cells here in America
3: Mm -hmm.
2: to attack America, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: you know. And uh, I'm sure they would probably, uh, you know, try to do it in the area where it would cause the most damage and shake up, uh, you know, the American people and put us all in fear. But uh, we, Mm -hmm. as you said, we have to refuse fear. Because God said, 2 Timothy 1, uh, 7, God's not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. And the way that we can keep a sound mind is by meditating and studying the word of God. He whose mind Isaiah 26, 3, is stayed on thee. Mm-hmm. In other words, on Jesus, on his word, is kept in perfect peace. And uh, so if, if you're being distraught over all of this that's going on, and yes, I, I'm not trying to deny it's not bad. It's, it could be a serious thing, and a lot of innocent people will suffer because of it. I'm not denying that, but uh, we are not to get in fear over it. You see, God never intended for us to live in fear over these things. And uh, I believe that the one of the reasons that I believe that this is not the war of Ezekiel thirty-eight and thirty-nine mm-hmm. uh, is that uh, in the Second Thessalonians chapter two, it talks about that that man of sin, that wicked one, which right. is the antichrist. Uh, It says he cannot be revealed Mm -hmm. until that which hinders or restrains is taken out of the way. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know people, I've heard uh, people of past generations say that uh, that's the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit's never going to be removed Mm -mm. from the earth. Mm -mm. uh, Because people, a number, the Bible says, out of uh, which... Out of every nation, kindred, tongue, and tribe on the face of the earth will come mm-hmm. out of great tribulation. Mm-hmm. Well, Jesus said, "How uh, you no know, man can be saved except he uh, come by me. No yeah. man can come to the Father except he come by me. And another passage said, and except the Spirit draw, draw him. Mm-hmm. Well, if the Holy Spirit is removed, how can they be drawn right. to accept Christ? Mm-hmm. And so the Holy Spirit is going to always, and he's everywhere. Yeah. How are you going to take him out of anything? Mm-hmm. Because he's everywhere present all the time. And so I believe that the hindering restraint is the blood church mm-hmm. of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. He said, as long as I'm in the world, I'm the light of the world. Mm-hmm. But before he went, to the father. He said, now you're the light of the world. You're the salt of the earth. And, uh, you know, light expels the darkness mm-hmm. that we, we have a message that we can give hope to people that no matter how bad it looks in this world, there's hope in the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Jesus is coming. You, you can bet on that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Then, you know, uh, salt, salt is a preservative and also salt creates a thirst. Mm -hmm. So we should be living our lives in total faith and victory and joy and happiness and contentment and in blessings. you know, and and I I heard somebody the other day uh, talking about uh, these ministers that talk about money all the time and, you know, this and that. And maybe some of them go to the extreme with it. But, uh, you know, God is the one who said in Third John verse 2, Beloved, now, who's beloved? Mm-hmm. He's talking to his church. I wish above all things that thou mayest uh, be in poverty. yeah. Well, the way some some people think, you'd think that God wants his people to be in poverty. No, he said, I wish above all things that you may prosper. Mm -hmm. Now, I I don't mean everybody's going to be a millionaire and have their pockets crammed full of money, but he wants us to prosper in the uh, realm of influence that we have. And, you know, everybody's not the same. Uh, it's just only natural. Some people have a, a talent. I believe God gives them a talent to be able to prosper, to know how to handle finances, how to operate in it, and be honest, not be crooked. You know, Most people think that if a person's got a little bit of money, they're crooked. They got it crooked. Mm-hmm. No, uh, it just means they're smart with their spending. As John Osteen said one time, you don't have to buy everything. Your two little beady eyes look at, <laughs> you yeah. know. You you think you want it until you get it and start having to make the payments on it, you know. But God wants us blessed, especially in this end time, because who is going to finance this end time gospel?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It's going to be the church. And so if we can't prosper, if we can't, uh, you know, have any possessions, how are we going to finance the gospel of Jesus Christ? And so, uh, you know, God wants us to be blessed. And as you said, he's not coming for a church that's uh, poor and broke and sad and lives down at the end Lonely Street and Heartbreak Hotel, uh, you know. He, he's coming after a church, a glorious church. What is a glorious church? One filled with his glory. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. With his power. And, uh, you know, uh, do do we mean then that nothing bad can happen to us? No, I'm not. You know, they can bad things come our way. You know, none of us are exempt from the attacks of the enemy, but we can have a faith to stand up against it, not be afraid. And as you said, you know, if... uh, they, uh, if if they kill me, I'm still, I'm still one because I'm going to be with Jesus. And the good news is I'm coming back with him.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Praise God. But our job is not finished. Once we get to heaven, we are coming back. Mm-hmm. And according to Revelations chapter 20, we're going to rule and reign for that thousand years with Christ. But then in Revelations chapter 20, that's, uh, and and I say again before I get there, uh, that this war in Ezekiel thirty-eight and thirty-nine, I believe, cannot transpire until the church, the hindering restraint, mm-hmm. is lifted from there, mm-hmm. the rapture, and uh, so, yes. Uh, while there's wars and rumors of wars, it may be a prelude building up to that, mm-hmm. but I don't believe that World War Three can happen until the church is taken out, and uh, if you read Revelations chapter 6 and verse 1, it said, behold, I saw a white horse, uh, you know, and some people think that's Christ, but it's not. Mm-hmm. He's talking about this is the revelation of the Antichrist right. who comes, and it says he had a, a crown, and he had a bow, but no arrows, mm-hmm. you know. And he goes forth conquering and to conquer, but how does he do it? He he comes offering a false peace, according to the book of Daniel, uh, you know, and the scripture uh, in Daniel says he destroys wonderfully by peace. He talks peace out of one side of his mouth, but out of the other side of his mouth, he's, uh, making war. Yeah. And because he wants to control and, you know, uh, rule over peace. That's one thing you can tell about whether something is, um, you know, wicked, uh, and is evil, is that it wants to control people. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what you can do. I'll tell you what you can think. I'll tell you where you can go. I'll tell you how you can spend your money. We know better than you. We know better how to train your children than you do. Leave that to us. That's our job. No, that's wicked. That's evil. And some of that, kind of thinking even in our own government and it needs to be wiped out Mm -hmm. and uh, you know uh, thank God I believe it will be but uh, then in Revelations chapter 20 where it mentions Gog and Magog again uh, this is at the end of the thousand year reign of Christ the first Gog and Magog of Ezekiel 38 and 39 will already have been over with mm-hmm. at the first part of the tribulation. But this is at the end of the thousand year reign of Christ. When Satan is bound for a thousand years and it said at the end of that thousand year, he'll be loose for a little season mm-hmm. and he'll draw together. Now you think about this a thousand years mm-hmm. of total peace and righteousness on the earth under Christ. And when he's loosed for a little season, somebody said, "Well, why, why did he do? He had him bound. Why didn't he just keep him?" Bound? Well, it says to try them that dwell on the earth. They mm-hmm. say they've had a thousand years of total peace, mm-hmm. and he'll be loosed to trial. And you'd think who wants wants that after we've had all this peace? Mm-hmm. But there'll be a great horde of people that will, will be drawn away, fall away. away, yeah. fall away. And uh, But it said, and he calls him Gog and Magog, the man, the Antichrist, and, uh, you know, the uh, land. And, uh, you know, said uh, that God would rain fire and brimstone, in other words, down out of heaven. In other words, it's almost like it never gets off the ground and God snuffs it out. Right. You see, he's not going to permit it and he will be cast into the lake of fire where the antichrist and the false prophet are. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, it, it's, uh, it as you said, exciting times. It's dangerous times. But we are not to be troubled. We are not to be in fear. We are to put our faith and our trust, our confidence in the promises of God's word, and we will be victorious in the Lord Jesus Christ.
0: Right. And the the Gog and Magog of Ezekiel, where we believe will happen either right before, or right mm. as the rapture, right after the rapture. Which I had said, when you have millions upon millions of people suddenly disappear, disappear. and the whole world's in chaos, yeah. that's the perfect time for attack. Yeah. So when that happens. When you look at this, when you read this in, in, with Gog and Magog um, in Ezekiel 38 and 39, it's in the valley. It's in a valley. I mean, yeah. A or a mountain, I a mean. Mound. yeah. And they're destroyed, and Israel burns their weapons for fuel
2: seven years.
0: for seven years. And that's why I believe it's at the beginning mm-hmm. of the tribulation because of tribulation seven years.
3: Yeah.
0: So, you know, and some people, Get that mixed up, because it's there's the battle of with Gog and Magog, which is is very quick, but then there's Armageddon, <coughs> which is when Christ returns, yeah. and we we come back with Him. That's mm-hmm. that's the prelude. That's right before the thousand as the thousand year reign's beginning. Mm-hmm. That's when that happens, but then the Gog and Magog you're saying in Revelations twenty is at the end of the thousand-year reign because when Satan rises back and when he's released, it does say that he'll draw many Mm -hmm. astray, Mm -hmm. so they'll try to come against Christ one more time, and then that's when, and see, that will be Satan. So I wonder, I was just looking a little bit at this, but in Ezekiel 38, it says, Son of man, set your face against Gog of the land of Magog, the prince of Rosh, Meshach, Tubal, and prophesy against him. Mm -hmm. That's one person. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering, too, now I know it it could be just a person, but at the same time, Gog, is is that an antichrist spirit? Sure. Because it's Uh. speaking of multiple lands here, but only one person. Mm -hmm. I had just looked at that while you were talking about that. So that could be... More of the Antichrist spirit that's controlling those people to come down against yeah. Israel.
2: Well, the Bible tells us, uh, I believe it's over in the, the Epistle of John, uh, you know, that it said that the spirit of the Antichrist mm-hmm. is already at work in the children of mm-hmm. disobedience. You can see that spirit of Antichrist operating now. Mm-hmm. I mean, and but the Antichrist, the man, yeah. has not yet been exposed right. or revealed mm-hmm. and uh, according to revelations chapter six the seven sealed book mm-hmm. you know the fifth chapter talks about the seven sealed book and uh that uh john wept much because he said there's no nobody found in heaven worthy to loose the seals thereof and to open the book mm-hmm. and an angel came to him and said weep not for uh, the Lamb of God slain from the foundation of the world has prevailed, Mm. praise God, to loose the seals and to open the book. And the first seal that is lifted off of that seven-sealed book Mm. reveals that man, the Antichrist.
0: Right, yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, I mean, you know, when we talk about whether, you know, if God, uh, you know, is the Antichrist, The Antichrist spirit has always been here. It's just getting stronger in the last days because Satan knows his time's up. Mm -hmm. But I also believe from the time the church was initiated in Acts chapter Mm 2 until this point, the church, as far as its power, its voice in the world, has gotten dimmer and had less authority because of media and everything else, all the you know, and these new doctrines and new religions, all these things that people have been led astray. Mm -hmm. But here at the end, and the Antichrist, his power has gotten stronger. But here in the end, as the church is getting back, what we've been talking about, the remnant church, Mm -hmm. our our voice is getting louder and stronger. And I believe that's what's going to keep that Antichrist spirit at bay until we're gone. Because once we're gone, who's going to preach the gospel?
2: Yeah, well, according you know to the scriptures, uh, the hundred and forty-four thousand uh, Jewish yeah. evangelists, uh, you know, uh, I believe they're in the seventh chapter of Revelations. They're sealed mm-hmm. uh, by the Spirit of God, and they go forth proclaiming the gospel. Uh, it doesn't say if it's uh, primarily to the Jewish remnant. Uh, Which, but it's possible. But uh, and you know they will preach during the first three and a half years of the tribulation, and then at mid-tribulation, that's when the uh, antichrist, you know, uh, sets himself up in the temple to be worshipped as God, and uh, that's when Israel will realize they have, uh, you know, accepted a false Messiah. And uh, they will turn away from him. And, uh, you know, uh, according to uh, Zechariah chapter 12 uh, and uh, also uh, Zechariah the 13th chapter in the first verse and uh, Zechariah 14, Zechariah 12, 13, and 14, all those chapters mention it about Jesus, uh, you know, giving them A new heart, a new Mm -hmm. spirit, and uh, that a fountain will be opened unto the house of Israel. What's he talking about? A fountain. The fountain of blood. Mm -hmm. The blood of Jesus Christ will be opened unto the Jews. And people that have the idea that God don't care about the Jews and God is finished with the Jews, uh, they're, they're sadly mistaken because the Apostle Paul said in Romans chapter 11, hath he asked a question, hath God cast off his people forever? Mm-hmm. God forbid. See, God is still going to bring Israel back in. They were cut off because mm-hmm. of unbelief. And we as a wild branch were grafted in. But it said "If we have nowhere to boast right. because if we as a wild branch were grafted in, How much more Mm -hmm. can the natural branch be grafted back in? And so, uh, you know, that's going to be a a glorious time. Jesus said he would uh, take of twain, which is two, and make one new man. There will no longer be that wall of uh, partition, as it were, between a a Jew and Gentile alike we will be one in the Lord Jesus Christ.
0: Yep, yep. So that's, you know... I think those are things. If when you look at that with with Gog and Magog, and and we look at you know, I know people has gotten that you know is is that war there? Is that World War Three? You know, is it? And some people's got confused with Armageddon yeah. and those things. But bottom line is, we have to preach the gospel. You watching online, and I, I talked yeah. about this Sunday. You now more than ever, I can't. I can't stress this enough. I, you know, I, I wish it, it was something I could just come and and say a, a, ma- a special word and it you, it just, it pierce you to where you would, you would do it. But I can't stress enough that now more than ever, we've yeah. got to be ready for the soon return. Yeah. And, you know, we, we've got to be watching. We've got to be ready. Uh, you know, I was, Talking today, I was picking. I'm even at the point now, and I do it some joking, but then at the same time, I'm not. Sometimes I walk out of my house in the morning, or maybe it's in there, and I just look up, Mm -hmm. wondering. You know, I I did the other day. There was two clouds, kind of darker clouds, and you know how the sun will shine in behind it and it'll shoot rays up. Mm -hmm. And I just looked up and I said, "Well, Jesus, you coming on that one? Is that Mm -hmm. the cloud? You, you know." I know it's that soon. I, I can feel it. I believe anybody that is in tune with the Spirit of God, that is studying His Word, that's spending time praying, building that relationship, you know it. Mm-hmm. it it's just like, uh, you know, and some people say this this is not good, but uh, they can get over it. It's a way to help people understand it. When, when, when I was dating my wife to be at that time, it is now, Mm-hmm. And a lot of you can relate to this, you know. Uh, I, when I knew she was coming to see me, I anticipated it. I, mm-hmm. There was something in I, boy, I couldn't wait. they would be you, you'd look out the window when a car is that. It's the same way. Mm-hmm. It's the same way we cry, just as we anticipated our our loved one here when we were dating and all googly eyed about them and couldn't <laughs> wait to be with, well, yeah. just as we anticipated their, their return. That's how, that's how we should be now for Christ. There's something in here. I'm ready. Yeah. But until he comes, he said, occupy. Yeah. Now, and so that's not to say I'm going to walk around just constantly looking straight up. Mary, you can't No. I've got to preach the gospel. I've got to live my life according to the word of God and live my life in a way that I am the salt. Mm -hmm. My life, The way I live my life should make somebody thirsty. You say, what do you mean? To make somebody thirsty by living my life should mean when they look at my life and what's going on in the world, they should be able to look at me and go, I want what he has. Yeah. You watching online, you should live your life to where people you come in contact with say, I want what they have. Your life, not necessarily what comes out of your mouth, mm-hmm. but how you live your life preaches louder than yeah. what you say will cause somebody to be thirsty.
3: Yeah.
0: And then when you, they come in because they're thirsty, now they can be preserved. Yeah. They can be safe because now that thirst has drawn them into Christ. And it, they've accepted him, and now they're preserved. So no matter what happens, you can take my natural life, mm-hmm. but you can't do a thing to my eternal salvation. No, my no. spirit <laughs> is saved forever. Amen. That's why we have to understand death. Where is your victory? My natural body may die, and even if I'm not taken out by the enemy, if Jesus tarries his his coming, if I get old enough. I'm I'm not going to live forever. So even in death, that's temporal. Mm-hmm. This body's temporal. I'm living forever. My body, my, my soul, my spirit is eternal. Mm-hmm. That's why I even tell people, even when we look at 100 years here, we look at that as a long life. It's just a blink of an eye. <laughs> but even in, in Genesis, they lived. Methuselah was, what, 969 years old, something like that, 68 years old. The fall of man, see, we were created to live forever. yeah sin took a progression that the flesh had to learn how to die to the point that sin got so rampant, God had to say, "I'm cutting you, your time to this mm-hmm. you know, but even at that, my soul my, my spirit is forever, yeah, I'm going to live forever with Jesus, and that's what people have to you're going, your, your soul or spirit lives forever. Where you reside, that's your choice. Yeah. Are you going to choose to live eternally in heaven? Or are you going to choose eternity in hell? It's There's only two options. There's not a do-over. There's not a oh, I made the wrong choice. Let me fix it. The Bible says, choose you this day whom you will serve. One of the reasons I believe he said, choose you this day whom you will serve is because we're none of us promised tomorrow. That's right. So the choices you make today can not only determine your tomorrow, but it determines your eternity. Mm-hmm. Where are you going to spend it? I'm going to spend mine with Jesus, and I want as many of you that will to spend yours with Jesus. I want to see all of you. I believe there's many watching online. We don't. I want to. I want you to run up to me in heaven and say, I, because of what you said on that podcast and, and what Pastor Steve said or what Josh. That I give my life to Christ and I made my relationship sure with him, and I'm in heaven. We'd hang out in eternity. Yeah. We got plenty of time. (laughs) But I don't want you to go to hell going, why didn't somebody tell me? Yeah. Why didn't somebody? Why didn't I listen? That night I heard that podcast, why didn't I choose Jesus? Because I believe there's some of you watching right now, you feel that spirit drawing on you. You feel that tugging in your heart right now. That's the Holy Spirit. Make that decision to serve him. Make that decision to give your life to Christ so that you can spend eternity with him, that you can live forever in a glorious place that we can't even begin to imagine versus a hell that there's no escape from. You see, that's that's why I believe the Bible talks more about hell than it does heaven. Yeah. He's trying to keep you from a place to cause you pain because we were not created for pain. The Bible says we were not created for a devil's hell, but yet there's going to be many that choose that route. Yeah. So make that choice because Jesus is coming soon, and it'll help you as you see these things going on in the world, wars ramping up, threats of war, rumors of war, You will live in peace. You'll live in blessing because he said, see that you be not troubled. And if Jesus said, see that you be not troubled, that means he gave us every tool and had access to every tool so that we can make sure that we're not troubled. He gives us peace, joy, safety, healing, health, wealth. He gives us every tool so that we can be victorious in these last days and draw people that should be your desire. I believe every one of you right now watching online, you ought to lift your hands and say, God, mm-hmm. make me cause somebody else to be thirsty. That's what we should be. Make people look at your life and say, I want what they have. And the answer is Jesus. Yeah. Well, folks, that's all the time we have. I appreciate you tuning in. We'll have a great crowd tonight. Do us a favor, hit that like button. That helps us out. If you don't like it, hit the don't like button. Be honest with us. We like honesty. I know there's going to be some people that may not like it, and it ain't going to hurt our feelings. But we're doing our best to share the gospel as we feel the Spirit has revealed it to us. But then also hit that share button. Get it out on your social media. There's people that you know that are concerned with war and rumors of war. And are we into the World War III? Are we in the last days? Is Jesus coming back? And you can simply share this and it will give them answers that they can make the right choices and then they can live in peace like you and I do. But guys, we love you. I pray God's blessing and his favor be upon you in every area of your life and be joyous and live in peace. And we'll see you next Wednesday. God bless. Amen.